Anthony on Air Podcast. Welcome back to another episode brought to you by our awesome friends over at the Hero Soap Company. Link in the description below. More on them in a second. We've got a whole slew of stuff to get to. As you can see, it's on our topicometer here. If you're watching on Facebook and or YouTube, we're going to talk about the weekend Super Bowl halftime performance. We're going to talk about Ghislaine Maxwell. There's some news there. She had a big loss in court today. Uh, Tesla and Bitcoin making some news. The Gorilla Glue Girl, uh, which is pretty hilarious. Super Bowl commercials. We'll go over those. Mike Lindell put out his uh, proof video of uh, election fraud. We will dive into that. We have some product testing to do for these Lay's Limon potato chips. Excited to get into good. that. And then uh, the product testing uh, segment that put this on the map was the sink thing that Frank bought. And it was a buy one, get one free. He generously donated one for a giveaway. We'll announce our grand prize winner on this episode. Stay tuned for that. If you want to, of course, fast forward through any bit of this, you can Don't follow along. Watch the whole thing. The topic of You're right, Frank. Watch the whole thing. Don't uh, Frankie C is here. Jay Sabs is on the way. She'll be joining us shortly. She's caught in traffic. Yeah, so stick around for that. She'll be here momentarily. Uh, the weekend. I, Frankie C, thought that he did a really nice job. I enjoyed the I enjoy performance. Yes. I don't know where that extra $7 million went, though, that he put in on his That's own money. That's true. Where was that? I feel like you give me enough time, I could have made that set. With yeah. like, you know, that was like a high school play yeah. set. But the lights were cool. Then they did fireworks and stuff. But at, outside of that, I mean, they were on the field, an empty field. Now I thought he wasn't going to be allowed on the field because of the protocols. I thought they, I thought they said that they were keeping him in the stands. That's what I, I had read that. somewhere before that that was because of COVID. They didn't want anybody down on the field that didn't absolutely need to be there, which is why he was going to be up in the stands to begin with, you know. And then well, sure I feel enough, like where you wouldn't go. want him is up in the stands with all the people. Yeah, but it's weird though the way that stadium is over there. They have a huge. Um, a huge pirate ship and next to it is just this big empty spot that's where they put you know because they the pirate ship only takes up one side of that stadium so on the other side it was empty and that's where they built his whole thing i thought they, they started the thing really cool it was like one of those uh depth perception tricks where he, he was in the car and it looked like one thing and then as they turned the camera yeah. it kind of comes out as another thing which i Maybe thought was that cool. was part of it that had to be a million dollars well, how how much did the car cost? I bet at least five mil went into that car. I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. And he had some cool visualizations too. By the way, here's one thing I've noticed: the 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 way to success these days. We, we used to be like make it a viral moment, like put it on social media. But now even clips, like thirty second clips, don't even work on social media. Now you have to meme yourself. And he created that meme moment when he was running through with the mirrors all around and people were frantically tweeting and Facebooking that last night of like, this is me doing this. And this is how I look when I was running out of the house, you know, so he created that moment. He got he, I think it was a huge success. Huge. He got a meme moment. Definitely a meme. A meme. Um, who decides that? Whether it's a, I mean, we all collectively just instantly decide that's a meme, right? I mean. Other than that, I mean, there's no meme maestro out there. 
No, and that's that's what's awesome about it is is it is this organic, you know, response. You know, that's what's that's what's so great about the memes. This is what I'm talking about for those of you that are are watching when he was in that sort of lit up mirrory, you know, area. Now, my wife cuddles. She did not like it. She thought that the whole thing. She likes weekend. She likes the weekend, but she was like, I didn't really know what was going on. I didn't get why he was up on that state on the set, you know, and I'm kind of with her on that, too, because he was like explaining the whole performance and he did this whole lead in with the the plastic surgery thing. And none of that really paid off. That. Yeah, it was like I was waiting for this huge payoff and it never really came. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they had some fireworks at the end and stuff like that. But I feel like Lady Gaga's must have cost more. I thought I thought hers was visually that. And now, again, I'm on the record. I said Prince, I thought was the best. I liked Bruce Springsteen's yeah. as well. Like he's right up there. Um, but I loved Lady Got that whole with the the drones. drones thing. I was her super flying cool. in or jumping in or whatever the hell she did. Super, super cool. And and my wife said this too, and I agree with her. Shakira and J Lo was overall kind of more exciting and entertaining, whereas yeah. he kind of just performed his songs, and there was some visually fun stuff, but it wasn't like there was no wow moment in the whole performance. Well, to be fair, his music is a little more laid back when it comes yeah. to the it's not high like not high energy craziness like J Lo and Shakira. You know, they got a lot of dance and crazy songs. His songs leans a little R and B ish. Yes. Yeah. But I so but I feel like it yeah. I like on that point, I feel like dancing wise, two people have come close to Michael Jackson for me. Usher and this weekend. The weekend guy, I feel like Usher and him they have that thing where it's like R&B-ish, it's good music, the dancing is just outstanding. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are the closest to MJ I feel we've gotten since MJ. Yeah, but does the I, I didn't see that much from The weekend though. I mean, that's, that's he, what I'm saying. Like, we're, like yeah. he's got all this incredible talent. He's got this. But he was doing it a little bit. There were like these little Every dance now and then moves. Throw it in there. But, yeah, but there wasn't this whole huge kind. I don't know. It was, you know, it was a little. It was very. He relied on the set a little too much. A little bit too much. A little bit. And too he had much. a lot of people behind him. Yeah, the the musicians. Yeah, and then the dancers. So I think he maybe I mean he didn't phone it in. He he was he was great. I thought he was great. He, he sang perfectly. Yeah. I thought he was on key. Everything sounded great. Um I think his mic maybe could have been a little louder. It was kind of tough to hear him a little bit. I hate I felt like it was too much stadium. Yeah. How it was how it sounded in the stadium and not enough mic for the TV that people won't that's kind of nerdy radio talk but Yeah, but I think people will get that. I mean his voice just didn't it didn't carry over the the music. It Agree. Wasn't yeah. You know, wasn't powerful. I didn't love it. You're right. I, I really didn't love it like that. But I did. I, I I liked all the dancers and stuff. I know they looked weird and everything, but it's like they had to have the masks on so that that was the best way they could make it all work. But again, and to my wife's point, the city that city skyline. There was no like, if you if you weren't following his lead up, you know what I'm saying. You didn't right. get it. There was this disconnect in why is that the set? 
Why did he start off in the car? Like none of it really all kind of molded and meshed together, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, I get it. I don't know why I'm all right. Anybody visually looking at us here? Um, I've got some kind of. Yeah, you, this is more exciting to here. look at than than the weekend's performance. And this doesn't cost much. This is just bad Internet. If he had this going. Yeah. You know, then you got some colorful stuff happening. But overall, like, I don't want to be. I feel like it's so easy to just knock the guy. Like, it was a, no, it was a I, I good performance. It. Like, just to give as you the gauge. As far as shows go, I thought it was it was up there. I think it, yes. it held its own. Like, Maroon 5 was dog shit. Like, to me, that was, like, the lowest of the low. Like, it was. Agreed. It was just boring and awful supermarket rock and roll music. You know, that I just, I couldn't stand that. At least this was kind of like. You know, he's jazzy. He got a little t- and I will say this, too. Kept the spotlight for himself. No surprise guest. I always look forward to a surprise guest. Yeah, that's true. I, like I mean, he surprise. had what, 20 minutes or so. He jammed all his music in there, which was fine. And his music is good. Um, but, yeah, no surprise guests, um, which, uh, you know, kept it all for himself. Right. Yeah. It's OK, you don't have to have a surprise. It doesn't have to be like that. I think he was thinking, screw you guys. I'm putting seven mil of my, uh, of my own in. I'm not going to have anybody take, you know, take any of this time. I'm going to use it all my damn self. And that's fine. I mean, it's the weekend. It's his weekend. And that's it. It's his weekend. It ain't Bernie's. It's the weekend's weekend. And that's right. That's genuine. But I, do, I still I'm sure there's a theme to his whatever's going on with the masks like that. I, he did that. It's his a tour or his album or something. Yeah. Well, it was part of this whole, like there was all these rumors about he was getting plastic surgery and he kept posting. There was these pictures that were coming out and it, yeah, we, his face was swollen and all that. But, but you know, what drove me crazy. He did like a press conference and then he didn't like keep that up for the press conference. Like he dropped all that gimmick. He had people <laughs> going for a while there. Like even my right. wife was like, you see the the weekend's face, and I go no, and she showed me like a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, what is this guy? Do? I thought he was going off the rails. Yeah, I didn't know what the hell. That was. I thought it was a botched face surgery, something or other. Yeah, like I didn't keep, know what that was. Keep that up. You can't show up then at the at the Super Bowl press conference looking normal, and then expect us to all buy back it. Like see it all the way through. I like the story, but see it all the way through, and then also like we should know what the hell it was you were doing and talking about. And yeah, I, if anybody knows in the comments, let, me, let us know. Yeah, let me know. We're missing something. Um, more Ghislaine news, Frankie C. Let's get to that after we talk about our uh, proud sponsor, and that's the nice folks over at Hero Soap. I always like to take a good old shower after I read some Ghislaine stories because it's frankly disgusting, and uh, this makes me feel as clean as ever, which I love. You buy a bar of this soap, we send a bar over to the troops. And by we, I mean the nice people over at Hero Soap Company. I have nothing to do with it, but I yeah, try to jump in and take credit where I can, where I don't deserve it. Uh, right. Also, uh, they take a little out of their own kick and they send it over to uh, this organization that builds homes for veterans coming back from serving and protecting our freedoms and the weekend's freedoms. And um, important. That's a nice thing to do. Uh, not too late to jump in on that Valentine's Day order, although you're kind of getting up against it. Sign up for a subscription for your significant other, and they'll get a year's worth of soap. You decide one bar, two bars a month, whatever you want to do. You save 20% using the promo code Anthony when you uh, check out. 20% off, promo code Anthony. Use the link in the description of this episode. Thanks to Hero Soap Company for being a proud sponsor of the podcast. Um, well done. We had that. We, they, they do a great job. We had that uh, big document dump a little while ago. We'll put a link 
if you're on YouTube of that episode where we kind of got more insight onto Ghislaine from that 2016 deposition. And we said then there was this little part that was about her own personal escapades and that they were keeping that uh, private, that the judge had ruled or the judge, not that she ruled, but she was like, I'm going to release everything and we're going to save this for another day. We thought she was like, I'm not going to release this, but it turns out she was saving it for another day. That day has come, and uh, U.S. District Judge Loretta Preska said that uh, the 20-line excerpt can be released. She wrote in a, uh, in a ruling, there is no reason not to unseal this portion of testimony while the court acknowledges Ms. Maxwell's interest in a fair criminal trial, Ms. Maxwell can argue all her points to the presiding judge in her criminal trial as she has already. Lawyers uh, for Maxwell did not respond for comment. Preska previously released large portions of the July 22nd, 2016 deposition, which is what I was talking about. Um, and the 20 lines of testimony were kept out but now she's saying that they can be released. So they'll go to the judge in the case and it'll be up to her whether it gets put out or whether it can be uh, brought up during the trial. So there's still a chance that we might see these 20 lines. So these 20 lines come from her, uh, from Maxwell herself? Yes, and it was personal to her and her own doings, behavior, if I can keep in it In what clear. time period, over the whole course of everything? Yeah, it was basically like it was something as for what we understand, something extremely personal about herself and her own yeah. what she likes. Thanks. And yeah, and uh, it was like, that's too personal. If we let that out, she won't get a fair. She, her argument was, yeah, I'm not going to get a fair trial if that part gets out. So the judge put it to a side and said, well, OK, well, that part has nothing to do with the rest of this. I'm putting this all out. And so that's yeah. what we got a couple of weeks ago. And then it was, you know what? There is no reason to hold this. I'm going to let it, I'm going to leave it up for the uh, the judge that's going to be uh, overseeing the case, who is Judge Allison Nathan. So I wonder when that's going to start. Let's get this case going. Let's get the trial. July. Moving. It's kind of crazy. July. The last time we were like, when's this trial happening? It was like months ago. We're like, when are we going to get to July 2021? But here we are and we're almost to the halfway point of february so it's kind of coming up quick so we'll be there before we know it and uh oh boy hold on yeah there'll be plenty more news i'm sure once that all starts which we'll have for you right here on the podcast as we'll uh, we'll keep tabs on miss maxwell and her whole uh her whole entire proceedings awfulness um speaking of proceedings bitcoin got a bitcoin huge boost today because uh, Tesla CEO, honestly, Elon Musk, he's becoming my man. I'm liking him more and more lately. But uh, he went ahead and told everybody that they bought $1.5 billion in Bitcoin. That seems like a lot. It's a nice chunk of change. Uh, what, do you, what do you do with that? I mean, in stock or in actual Bitcoin? In actual Bitcoin. They announced in an SEC filing uh, today that they bought $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin. The company also said that it would start accepting Bitcoin as a payment method for its products. So now if you're keeping track at home, 
That is two things that your old pal aunt can't afford. One Tesla car and one Bitcoin. I cannot afford either one of those. Well, how much is a Bitcoin? I'm glad you asked because I did buy a percentage of a Bitcoin, which you can do, but one single solitary Bitcoin at the time of our podcast, I will let you know right now. I mean, how can you just come up with your own, like just your own currency? Who came up with Bitcoin? A Bitcoin is worth $46,511, give or take. Ooh. That is for one Bitcoin. By the way, when your old pal aunt was ahead of the curve and had a chance to purchase Bitcoins the first time around. Like the, 10 years ago or whenever that was? A few, three years ago, four years, years or whatever. Ago, four years ago. A Bitcoin was $9,000. I chose did you, to did, buy, did you get in on that? I got in on it a little bit. I chose to buy another cryptocurrency called XRP, which has given me nothing but heartache and a lighter bank what account. What is that? Because at the time, I looked at it and it went from 9,000 and I was like, that is expensive. I'm like, let me see what else. And I did my research and I was like, ah, this XRP, this ripple, as they call it, looks pretty good too. There was a lot of buzz on it at the time that it was going to overtake Bitcoin. So I was like, let me buy that. At the time, that was only $3 a coin. That is now 40 cents a coin. So I lost quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Let me hold on to it and see if it ever comes back up. It is starting to creep oh, back boy. up. But Bitcoin went to 17,000 and then came crashing down. And then the stories came out that this was all from some consortium, I think in like China or some part of the world. They started buying up Bitcoin. They drove the price up. This mass hysteria started. And then they all sold off and it all went crashing down and nobody trusted Bitcoin ever again. It stayed around, but there was never this like, you've got to get in on cryptocurrency until <coughs> the last couple of weeks when everything happened with the meme stocks, GameStop and AMC, all that stuff. And suddenly people started buying it again. Now, Elon starts tweeting about this Dogecoin, which is like a dog. Oh boy thing and but they call it doge it's it's kind of spelt like d-o-g-e i think it's spelt so when i was buying when i signed up to robin hood you could buy that on robin hood so i went and i bought a bunch it's like it's like around three cents a coin you know and i did really well with it i bought a bunch it went up it went down it went kind of back up again and i sold at almost a nickel i think it was so i saw a nice little a nice little jump he kept right. he kept tweeting about it subsequently after, and now it's at eight cents. So if I would have held on to it till today, I would have been more than double my money. But yeah. I'm beggars, you know. You're a forty percent profit. That's not bad. I did all right. Uh, Nick, uh, our mutual friend Nick, Janine's brother, actually, uh, yep. text this morning. Bitcoin is on the rise. So I go take a look at it, and it's at forty one thousand dollars a Bitcoin. So, so now like, I don't understand the purpose. Okay, I'll explain. What is the I'll purpose explain. of Bitcoin? I'll explain. So I know that, it's a cryptocurrency. I know it's online currency. But why, why wouldn't we just use the dollar? Okay, I'll, explain, I'll get to that. Okay. So I bought it this morning at 41000 and now it's at 46000 But it's been jumping around like all day long. And I just, I went on the word of Nick, which I should never do. I mean, if you've learned anything, don't listen to 
Janine or her stupid brother throughout. Just it's life lessons. That is a rough lesson to learn. Yeah, but I bought it anyway because I had I had this extra money that I sold the Dogecoin for, and it was just kind of sitting there. So I'm like, let me buy this Bitcoin and see, hop on this train again and 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 see what happens. And it's done well today. I'm up twelve uh, percent on the day, so not a bad right. start. But it turns out it's all because of Elon Musk. And so this is the point, and I, I wanted everybody to know we have entered. We talked about this a little bit with GameStop. We have entered this realm now where there are influencers, for lack of sure. a better term, there are people of great influence like Elon, who has million of millions of followers, who can start the ball rolling. On these I feel things. like that's always that's always the case. What, what yeah. as long as stocks have been around, there's people and events and whatever that influence the stocks. That's just what it is. And people will say, "Oh, that's illegal." That's it. But like you said, there has been hedge funds. There's been financial people that'll come out and say, "I like this stock." If Warren Buffett comes out and goes, "I like this company," what do you think happens? If it's exactly. you know, or if he buys, if one of them buy and they have to announce that they've bought this whatever, it people tend to take notice in that thing. So. Uh, so that's that. For those who don't know, very quickly, we'll go over cryptocurrency to answer Frank's question. How cryptocurrency works is it is a public um, blockchain uh, authenticated form of currency, meaning these nerd balls one day decided that the dollar, the yen, the pound, it's all bullshit. It's all predicated on bullshit. It's it's we used to be on the gold standard. Remember, we had as much money as we had gold and then we left that and it was like, well, we just have money now and money is worth kind of what we say it's worth. And there's inflation and there's fake right. inflation and, you know, there's different things that you could use to manipulate money. And so during the sort of coming out of the Occupy Wall Street time was, this is unfair. Uh, uh, countries have an advantage over the people because they get to use money uh, how they see fit. There are, like, we have the Federal Reserve, which decides what this is. That is a, uh, th there's a that's privately uh, dealt with. It's not something that, we, like... You think that like America runs their money. It doesn't. It's the Federal Reserve and they have influence. Which on... is a federal thing. It's part of the government. Not really, though, because it's there's people that get to make those. We appoint somebody, the Fed Reserve chairman, and then sure. they get to make decisions. Nobody votes for that person. And that's money that's being lent out and money that's being made by private banks. That has nothing to do with the, the, the government. You know, it's kind of an unfair thing that's happening. So these nerds decided this is BS. Screw the governments. We're going to come up with our own coin that we're going to generate on the computer and we will use the blockchain to monitor it. Now, okay, quickly, the blockchain is this super... This is, I believe in blockchain technology more than I believe in cryptocurrency. What blockchain technology is, basically, if I could say it quickly, you hold up something in public and you say, this is what this is. You, like I say, this is a replica of the Stanley Cup, right? I hold this up in public. Frank looks at it and goes, I confirm, that's a replica of the Stanley Cup. 17 other people look at it and they also give the thumbs up. 
that this is the replica of the Stanley Cup. We all agree on it. I can't alter this because I've put it out and everybody has checked in and agreed that that's, that's what this is. Okay. So it creates this fair form of verifying what it is we're talking about. So that is what the blockchain is. The blockchain is, is you put a bit of information out there and because it's checked on by a lot of people, you're able to verify and confirm it. And that's what so, cryptocurrency uses. So then, I mean, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing as government uh, uh, money because we didn't assign who's creating the uh, but the difference the worth is, of the Bitcoin. But the difference is, is it's it's completely organically run by people. It, it's, by it, it's run by us. So the value of the dollar can be manipulated, right? Mm -hmm. But the value of cryptocurrency cannot be because it's verified by the blockchain and because it's being sold on exchanges for what it is worth, for what you can get for it. But who's involved in that blockchain? It's blockchain. It's, it's public. So there are... So whoever they, buys into it what they call miners and people who are there to check on it. Now, if you check on it, you get, if you verify, you get a certain amount, uh, you, you get a percentage, you get paid in Bitcoin. It's like one, one millionth or whatever it is. If you go through and you're constantly checking, but the thing is, it still sounds to me like someone's, it's not though manipulating because, it. It's not though, because it's almost like our, it's almost like our voting systems, right? There is no centralized, you can't, I can't steal it. I can't manipulate it. I can't change it because if I try and attempt to do something, the 14,000 other checks that are taking place will alert, will be alerted. They'll, they'll know it. So the, you can't, you, there's, well, there's no manipulation. But you said Elon Musk kind of manipulated it by saying, what he said and it shot the, the value of it way up right but that's that's not exactly i did say that at that but that's not a manipulation he you know he's endorsed like he's not in control of it but he endorses it right whereas like the government could just go out and print a bunch of extra money and nobody can stop it the federal reserve can go and change interest rates as they see fit and change the value of the dollar so these this little tiny morsel of people have a huge impact on all of us and how much our money is worth that does not happen with cryptocurrency right now with cryptocurrency i mean to the average person what is like what is the value of it i mean because i i can't pay my bills with cryptocurrency i can't buy food with cryptocurrency you can you can well, see, the thing is, is this is a relatively new thing, right? So same way when the American Revolution happened, right? Yeah. Every colony and then every state had their own money until Hamilton came around and was like, we need to have a central bank and one money and, and blah, blah, blah. Because everybody was against federal power. It was all power for the states. But somebody had to come in and be like, well, no, because we need to have the same amount of money. The same money all mean the same thing and blah, blah, blah. Right. So that's what it was. So it took some time for that to all get converted over and them to all figure out how much an apple was. You know, is it 
$3 in Georgia and $7 in New York. And then what does that become when we have an American? So all that stuff still needs to be figured out. But there are definite, definite entities that will take and accept cryptocurrency. It's just it's not as easy as putting a dollar in a vending machine. But there are places that will take cryptocurrency. And Tesla coming out today and putting $1.5 billion in is a big story. But even the bigger story is, is that if you want to buy a Tesla, it'll cost you two Bitcoin or whatever their, you know, whatever the price of a Tesla is, 100000 80000 whatever it is. So I could still pay cash, though. If you got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. But then there's this. So the other thing, too, is is there's this thing with cryptocurrency of, you know. Like it's I, also a universally accepted currency. It's like correct. the same Bitcoin is worth the same here as it is in China. Correct. But when we say worth the same, like it might be worth like one Bitcoin might be worth $40,000. Right. But however many yen a million yen or whatever it is right but that's that's that value that's different that's not the bitcoin there's still one bitcoin but it'll equal one. different amounts of other money see the danger here is is the government has no control over this so if we the people in the entire world move towards cryptocurrency i think there should be a universal we should all get on the same page why are we not using one form of currency well when you think world. about it the, so you people trade money all the time how much the yen is worth against the u.s dollar is worth there's all these games that are happening amongst countries over you eliminate all of that with that a would be wonderful i don't know why i mean i know why we don't do it because countries because government countries assholes. don't want to give up that power they don't want but to give up that ability if i feel like we go to the united nations we not we but countries band together there should be a listen we need a world currency where if i have 50 bucks and i go to china i'll be able to buy yeah the same thing as i would here it's worth the same exact amount so what's interesting that you, you brought it up this way because what xrp ripple the coin that i bought was really good at the, the coin itself was a offshoot of the actual product itself which was when you go and buy, when when countries buy other countries' money and that money gets matched up and whatever, the the amount of time it takes for that transaction, let's even say it's an hour. You know how much the price of a of money changes in an hour? A it's, lot. Yeah. So mm -hmm. a lot is lost in those transactions where with because of blockchain technology, you cut that down to seconds. And so that's why that coin was supposed to blow up, is because they would you would be buying the coin then the coin they would use to buy the other thing and it would happen so fast and that what was that's what was so appealing about this now the sec did some investigating and it turns out things aren't so uh up on and up in the up with that particular company so they have some things to get through allegedly they're still ongoing with that but the idea of it all it, is someone interesting. is controlling something about it it might not be the exact worth but someone's controlling the algorithms that decide all this stuff or the, uh, you know, the way it's traded or the amount. No, or... blockchain. The blockchain is. Yeah. It. No, no, no. But who decides? I feel like behind it all, there's some, something written that like, uh, yeah, that might be the blockchain that decides stuff. But who created the system that creates the blockchain? Right. You know, I, that's there's still. 
because we're anybody... never going to get something that's universally accepted that way. I, I don't think. And there's thousands of cryptocurrencies now. Back in the that's day, that's the there other was like thing. Four. Now well, if thousands. we had one, right. But that, that all that great. stuff is going to work itself out. Like that'll all work itself out, and they all have little different things on how they work, you know. But because people... if the goal of Bitcoin was to become this universally accepted currency, then the other, what is it, XRP and all these other things mm -hmm. are, are fighting it, are well, fighting against that goal. Right. They're all competing. Yeah. They're competing, but they're competing. They're basically biting off, what is it, biting off their nose despite their face or something, whatever the hell that is. Right. They're fighting against their own cause. But I think it's more of a, you know, the tide raises all boats thing. It's not that they're, they know that there's infighting between coins, but they're fighting against the world, the, the world's currency, current currency. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah. So I don't I, think cryptocurrency but, cares who wins as long as cryptocurrency kind of, that, that was the whole point. When they started this, when, when I forget who, because it's been a while since I, I read about it and saw that there is a documentary on Netflix in, ca in case anybody's super curious about it. But there was a group of guys, probably from MIT, I think. I don't even remember. It always starts at MIT. Um, and they were like, we're going to start this and here it is. And it just snowballed and grew to where it's at. And so there's no reason to think that there's not going to continue to be that kind of growth. Right. But my, my thing is like the more types of cryptocurrency coins there are, it's just going to become the same thing as the dollar, the euro, the pound. It's going to be the same thing. The only difference is going to be the only difference is going to be the fact that it's not run by each country's whatever. And that's all but, it was set out to do. That's all right, it was set but it's out gonna to be, do. Well, I don't accept Bitcoin. I only accept XRP or I don't, you know, it's going to become something like that. And it's going to it's going to be the same in a, in a different way, but the same effect on everyone well like what's, on the average person is going to be affected the same way we'll see well what's interesting is is that when this all started to happen <laughs> banks traditional banks started to create their own coins and they right. started to incorporate uh blockchain technology and then blockchain technology so started to reach out past money and they started using it for shipping and music even you know there, there were all these different things that you could use that blockchain technology for so it's interesting stuff. I mean, yeah, but the yeah, but the problem is if I have a million XRP coins, mm -hmm. and I go somewhere that only accepts Bitcoin, I have zero money. Yeah, well, so you want to know what's interesting? Back in the day when I bought XRP, I couldn't buy it with American money. Could not be purchased with American money. So what I had to do was I had to buy Bitcoin. And I had to use the Bitcoin to buy the XRP, which going back, thanks for saying this, because I so I did buy some Bitcoin. I did get in on Bitcoin when it was 17,000. So that is doing really well. But that wound up only because what I did was I bought Bitcoin and then I bought XRP. So what was left over was what didn't mathematically work out for the XRP. So whatever it was, it was like 10 cents, or whatever it was. Right. But that 10 cents or whatever that was left over in Bitcoin. So what, let's say you, you raise, let's say your, your Bitcoin, your um, XRP, you put all your money into XRP mm -hmm. and it tanks out. You have zero, you know, then you lose it all. It's all gone. 
It's like a stock or zero cryptocurrency. Yeah. So instead of you having money in a bank, you have stock that could just disappear. Yeah, but it never disappears. It's still its value. It's just like the dollar. The dollar is worth a dollar because we say it is. If the if the money starts to crash and suddenly I can't buy milk for two dollars, milk cost me twenty dollars. It's the same thing. You know, you know what I mean? It's the same thing. Same value. The, 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 the price yeah, of milk the didn't change. The, the value of the dollar went sense. down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that, that make sense? sense? What did you say again? I missed it. I, I said the value of the dollar goes down. The price of milk didn't go from $2 to $20. The value of the dollar went down. Right. So of that's course. why it no, cost me that. $20 now to buy the same amount of milk that it cost me $2 for. Which is what a lot of people have. That's what their problem is with inflation and all that shit. Right. But the problem with cryptocurrency is that if you have all your money in XRP and that tanks and everybody's accepting Bitcoin, not XRP, you're screwed. Yeah. Same way you would be screwed about if the dollar goes down. It's the same thing. Yeah. But the chances of the dollar going down are less likely than XRP. It's not what China will have you believe. Um, by the way, my Bitcoin, that was like 50 cents or whatever it was that was left over from my XRP purchase. It's now worth $28. Nice. So I wish, I wish that's a good chunk. My only wish was that that stupid XRP purchase had never gone through and I would have held on to that damn Bitcoin. Ah. Now you're stuck with XRP. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Um, Jay Sabs has joined the program. What up, Jay Sabs? Jay Sabs in the house. I was was a little too close there. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, Let's talk about the Gorilla Glue Girl. This is my favorite person. Oh, 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 (laughs) I saw this. Okay. (laughs) So the exact opposite of the nerds at MIT that started cryptocurrency, we have this beautiful young lady. This This is just, this is sad. And just awful and kind of like, what do you, what, come on, man. So she ran, I'll play you the clip. I'll play the clip for everybody. But she (laughs) ran out of her hairspray. (laughs) This is is, is right up. Pure Darwinism right here. This is right up Janine's alley, by the way. Stupid people doing really stupid stuff. Yeah. Um, You didn't even tell me about it and I knew about it. Yeah. Yeah, this is beautiful. This is just, God, let's say it. All right, so she ran out of this uh, hairspray and uh, she decided to use Gorilla Glue instead. Now, she put this on TikTok, so part of me feels like this is just a bit. Like, she's just doing shtick for shtick's sake to get some attention. For her sake, I hope so. And it's really worked because, I mean, to the point where Gorilla Glue had to put out a statement saying, like, hey, we're sorry that you did this, but... But it's glue. (laughs) Now, what are you doing? She, her name is Tessica, by the way, like Jessica, but with a T. Oh, that's a mom and dad with an attitude. I mean, like, I'm going to change this all up here. No more Jessica's. Now we're going with Tessica. That's a family that doesn't play by the rules. They don't play by the rules. I I like to call that a blockchain family, Frank. They're just not going to go with the old conformities. Exactly. Um, So Tessica is contemplating bringing litigation against gorilla glue because oh, no she says that on the warning label it says don't put it on your eyes or your skin it mentions nothing about hair 
I mean, she's got a point. <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> All right, let's hear from Tessica. Here's her original. Here's her original uh, video. Yeah. Hey y'all, for those of y'all that know me, know my hair has been like this for about a month now. It's not by choice. No, it's not by choice. When I do my hair, I like to, you know, finish it off with the little got the big blue spray. You know, just to keep it in place. Well, I didn't have any more got the big blue spray, so I used this. <laughs> Gorilla blue spray. Bad, bad, bad idea. Yo, look. You think? My hair, it don't move. You hear what I'm telling you? It don't move. I've washed my hair 15 times. And it don't move. Stiff wear. I like how she's like actually upset that her hair's not moving. She put Gorilla Glue in it and she's like, my yeah, hair's the Gorilla like Glue did its job. Yeah, she's like, guys, mm -hmm. my hair doesn't move. Now, in another video, she came back and actually put uh, shampoo in her hair to prove that she wasn't making this up, which I do appreciate, actually. The it's authenticity something. of this. Yeah, shampoo is not going to cut it. I think you need like turpentine to get that out. Watch, watch. Look, look, y'all, look. Look, you wipe it off and nothing happens. Like, this is the life that I'm living at this point. This is the life that I'm living. Like, she's looking... You did this to yourself. Sympathy. Like, this is the kind of thing where, like, you know, the, you know those, like, pranking couples where, like, the husband pranks the, the wife and the wife pranks the husband? She's acting like somebody pranked her into this, but it's legitimately herself who, who did it. And then here's a shot of her at the hospital. Here's a shot of her oh, at yeah, the hospital. Oh, yeah, I did see that. That's the one I just saw. <laughs> what do they do for that? They got to, like, scrape it. I don't know. I guess you put. I have to be honest. Yeah. Okay, I'm frozen too. Oh, go ahead, Janine. <laughs> Your face was good when it was frozen too, Frank. It was like. Thank you. You were momentarily gl gorilla glued <laughs> there. Go ahead. I was gonna say, um, I'm surprised that's still in her hair. Because when you mix water with glue, I would think that it would loosen it up a little bit. Hmm. Well, once it's dried. Yeah, but right, but it's still like what do you weaken using it? water on it? Yeah, but like, she did spray constantly. it though, so I could see it kind oh, of it was a stuff spray. Dries. Yeah, it was a spray. I wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Once that I stuff, mean, that's like a helmet now. That's that's part of your skull. Yeah. Well, that's very painful. But we've yeah. gotten to How do you a, get that off. We've gotten to a point where we are rewarding stupidity because. She put a GoFundMe together and she's raised nine thousand yeah. dollars. <laughs> you know what? Good for her. I can't imagine what the medical bill must be. So I don't know if she's getting rewarded or if people are just paying for her her misery. I mean, but I can think of a billion. There's probably a thousand poor cancer uh, uh, yeah. victims on here that are trying to raise money for their medical bills, and people are like. Oh, I'll give my $10 to the Gorilla Glue girl. She's got glue in her hair. I feel bad for her. Well, kind I mean, of. It's glue. It's. I mean, 
<laughs> what do you think the would... medical code for that is? I would love code to know. <laughs> I would love to know. Like code... it, and, yeah. It's a code glue. Code glue is good. <laughs> That's pretty good, Frank. You got a code glue down here? <laughs> I don't think... I mean, once you see the word glue on a bottle, that should be the end of it. You yeah. should understand what's in that bottle. Yeah, but you know what? You know when you were a kid, you tested it out. You put Maybe glue between your kid. fingers. She seems like she's not a kid. She is an adult. <laughs> I've done adult. this before, though, too. And you know you've gotten that glue, and then you're like, I can't pull it apart. And you get yeah. so scared. Yeah, That's something you learned when you were five years old. Mm. Yeah. Maybe she thought... Gorilla glue wasn't that great, so let me let me do she a does temporary not know Gorilla fix. glue. Yeah, how bad yeah. do you need your hair to look good to go? Ah, I'll just use some Gorilla glue. No big deal. Hey, mm. she never has to worry about it again. She just keep it in. Forgive me. She's mm. up to eleven thousand two hundred dollars, <laughs> and her goal was fifteen hundred dollars. You know what? I'm about to donate after we get off this. <laughs> I hate you, you so much. I can't. Oh. I can't. You know that's the perfect end to that. To this, it's a it's a girl in distress. Okay, yeah, you but... have not known the horror of not finding hairspray. <laughs> I guess I don't. I guess I don't know the horror of not finding hairspray. I mean, I do have luscious, delicious hair. I will say that it looks like we lost Frankie C and and J Zabs again here. I do have an amazing quaff that I'm quite proud of that I do uh, put an awful amount of gel into. Uh, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know what women go through and, and how desperate they get at times. But I can't imagine you being so desperate as to go ahead and put... Uh, gorilla glue in your hair. I can't imagine getting to that point. I just can't. It just seems crazy. And I like I bless JSAB's heart. I know she likes to to laugh and have a good time, and she teases and she goes for the joke about donating and everything, which I think is hilarious. But the fact that this person, this idiot, has raised ten times, ten times what she what her original goal was is ridiculous is absolutely ridiculous do i have you guys uh hold on a second looks like i got you guys back what is We're ridiculous back. that people donated to this that she's 10 times past her goal good for her you know what <laughs> there's humanity in this world this proves it yeah but uh, like anthony said that money yeah, maybe she raises a, a couple of thousand for the medical bills or whatever. Fine, but ten grand. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, there's cancer patients out there that need that. I mean, this is this is like going two step forwards. And... Yeah, but uh, step ten. Back. <laughs> I feel like we've gotten to a point now where we're so internet memeified to call back from earlier on the show that we just love we love stupidity so much now that we're like. Remember that movie Idiocracy? I feel like we are just oh, we're there, heading towards oh, it. I don't remember that one. Uh, to be honest with you, oh, I didn't even finish movie. watching it's it. I hated it. I hated it so much. But yeah, it's now a documentary. Did you? I couldn't stay with it, but it's 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 like where we are in the world right now. It's okay. supposed to take place like five hundred years from now. 
Yeah. But we are quickly getting there. We made it there in 10. We just made it in 10. That's what's amazing about that. Um, I want to talk about Mike Lindell and his uh, proof video. Did you see it, Jay Sams? Um, I saw a little bit of it, but. All right. That's coming I mean, up. But first, let's talk about yeah. Super Bowl commercials. Um, I have a full list of uh, loves and hates. I'm going to read it out. Okay. okay. I've got some loves. Okay. I Let's start with the hates. Okay. I didn't like the Intuit commercial. Where the guy was like driving around in like a desk. Yeah. And he talks about like they tax farts. They they tax cow farts somewhere. That was dumb to me. That was <laughs> a big miss. Yeah. No. Stupid. Really, really. I got stupid. the point. You know what? It was an effective commercial though, because I remember it, and it stuck out. And it, you know, it actually, while I was watching, I was like, oh, that's kind of weird, and it it was informative. Yeah. <clears throat> so it wasn't um, terrible. I also didn't like the Michelob Ultra commercial where that started with Serena Williams and then just showed a bunch yeah. of other athletes. It's like this. I don't know how much commercials were, for the, but usually for the Spike Seltzer one. I don't know if was it was it the for Spike Spikes. Seltzer one. Or Michelob Ultra. Yeah, because they're making uh, Spike Seltzers now. Oh, OK. But it's like, I mean, they literally they, what do these go for? Like 50 million dollars for 30 seconds. <clears throat> and they literally Something made like this on, like the 13 year old kid made this on a MacBook Pro. Like it was, uh, that's, yeah. you know, it's like, I yeah, there's not much thought went into that. I, I don't hate think. it. I hated it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was for, it does look like it's for the Seltzer J. Sabs. You're right. All right. Here's the ones. I did see that one. Here's the ones I loved. The Scott's lawn care with Stanley from the office. When he it yells at that one, when he yells at John Travolta, don't be tickety talking on my lawn. That's fantastic. Yeah. That I, wasn't bad. I love that one. I love the Sam Adams commercial where they kind of poke fun at Budweiser and the Clydesdales because the one guy from Boston unhooked the Clydesdales and they went crazy and trashed everything. Yeah. From <laughs> Boston. Yeah, I love that one. Um, I like the Wayne's World one with Cardi B. I love the Wayne's World one. I thought that was great. No, Jason, you didn't you like, like the Wayne's Um <laughs> Just silent. I thought that was good. Here, Here's the thing. I think I have to watch that one again and mm. you know i love cardi b you do do you not like wayne's world no that's the thing i love wayne's world okay it just i just for didn't you? like them mixing together maybe i have to watch it over worlds are colliding jerry um and i think my favorite was the fiverr commercial where they poke fun at the four seasons lawn care place becoming that a was fantastic i didn't see that one either see i missed a lot yeah. Oh man, that was great. The I have to go seasons. back and watch that one too. Did you guys have any ones that I didn't mention just now on your list? Oh, uh, the Shaggy loves? one. I I didn't like. Did you that love one. that one? Oh, I like that one because I love him. Shaggy yeah, or or uh, Ashton Kutcher. Yep. Both of them you love. You like both of them or Shaggy or which one? Shaggy, Shaggy. Right. Yeah, because I did, Ashton Kutcher. I feel like they just went with the first take. I feel like every time he sang, his singing was so awful. <laughs> Ugh, I couldn't take it. Yeah, that was rough. I love Shaggy. He's great. Who's the what? What's the wife's name? I love her. Mila, Mila Kunis. Kunis. She doesn't look so good anymore, though. She was better like ten years ago with like twenty extra pounds on her. I don't know what's going she did on. Get a little too skinny. A little too skinny. Yeah. Yeah. I think. But I liked the um, the one with Will Ferrell. 
That was a good one too. But it was progressive each time. They it was a different. Uh, yeah. And he had like the, he punched through the globe, and he had to keep recruiting people to go to Norway. I love that, and I love the fact that spoiler alert, but he didn't wind up in Norway, and neither did the other two people that he invited. They were they were in Finland. <laughs> I love how they Finland and Sweden or something. Yeah, yeah, that was the best. <laughs> that was good. Any other ones? Oh no, did I lose them again? I love those. Oh, there we are. We're back. Um, oh, why my internet sucks? But there we go. I know. Me too. What no, the- I think it's it. It's it might be the it might be our little system this time around. Yeah. That's what she said. Yeah, I don't think it's us. Let's talk about because we got a lot more to go, um, and we what else? What else? we're cutting short on time. I the Bruce Springsteen yeah. commercial. I'm surprised more people aren't talking about the Bruce Springsteen Jeep commercial. Did you did you see this one? Yes, I love that one. That was a good one. I didn't see that one either. I liked it. It was. Did you watch the Super Bowl? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I'll be honest. Frank's brother was watching Golden Girl reruns. I swear to God, he was texting pictures of of Golden Girl reruns during the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, he's yeah. It was more entertaining. I can't stand your brother. I mean, sure, the game sucked, but still. Um, <laughs> but the Bruce commercial oh, was. They had this idea where supposedly. The direct center of the country is in Kentucky, and at the direct center, they built this uh, chapel. And the idea of the commercial was kind of like, and the commercial ends with this line of "Now it's time to reunite" or some. I'm, I'm, what am I paraphrasing it? But basically, it was kind of like. It was kind of like now we can like all reunite now because we do live. We we are on common ground and the common ground is American soil, which I thought was kind of mm. kind of nice. I mean, I, I also, liked it. I wasn't I, I thought hardcore uh, Trump people were going to hate it, but I haven't seen much hate <laughs> on it. Oh, maybe I liked it. And it was a very I like the phrase that they used at the end. It was like um, with the reunited states of America. That was oh, it. That I was did see that one. Wait yeah. a minute. I did definitely yeah. saw that one. And I was like, wait, what? It felt yeah, like a little a backhanded insult to, to the Trump people. Okay. Which I thought there would be a well, lot you, more backlash about. I'm just, yeah, I like the fact that he, it's a commercial that wants to bring everybody together. That's all it is. Yeah. I thought or that was, just try to bash Trump. Yeah. There was nothing Trump bashy in it. <laughs> I will say this, joking. though. Listening to that commercial, there is nobody on the planet Earth I would rather do a cross-country drive with than Bruce Springsteen. I just want to sit in an old car with him and listen to him talk about American life. That's it. That's all I want. And then just play. Every now and then you turn on one of his songs and you both like just belt it out together. Bro, I just want to fucking put on Nebraska and fucking drive to Nebraska and just look over at him and be like, tell me a story about Americana, Bruce, and just fucking listen to him. That's all I want to do in life right now. How he doesn't narrate There's more things. I'd rather not do life than that. <laughs> <clears throat> what? <laughs> she wants I have to, to say... Janine wants the exact opposite of that. I respect that, exactly. Janine. But if you had a, if 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 your thing, if somebody came to you and was like, "Here's a million dollars, you got to drive cross country," who would you put in the passenger seat? I would oh, put Bruce definitely Bruce Cardi B because she'd be a hundred percent entertaining. Uh, no. What about Britney? No. Right now, I know. I was thinking Britney too, but Cardi B. 
No disrespect to Cardi B, but by the time we hit Pennsylvania, I'd be like, enough with the noises. I can't stand it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Yeah, you're you're gone. (laughs) Foot out the door. Normally, I find Cardi B very entertaining, but I'm talking about road trip scenarios here. Like the air conditioner could go out. A lot of things could go wrong, and I can't have her in there complaining, you know, and making the noises all the time. You're talking about being on the road with her for like 13 hours at a time. 14 hours straight. Yes. Driving through weird hick towns where there's, you know. I need Bruce. I need Bruce. Enough of that. An hour of that and I've had enough. Yeah. No good. (laughs) I like to make my own noises too. So maybe we would get together. Like, definitely. (laughs) That'd be an interesting car ride. Definitely. (laughs) All right. Me showing her how I could twerk. That's a reality show waiting to happen. We still have product testing Jay's to come. We're going to do these yep. chips and we're going to give away Frank's sink thing. So stick around for that. Let's talk about the Mike Lindell uh, absolute proof video because I got a little annoyed at people. Listen, you could criticize this show. It's all well and good. But we put out our episode before he put out his video. And I was reading comments on Sunday and people were like, haven't you seen this video yet? And it was like, no, the podcast we did was prior to the release of the video. So we haven't seen it. So people were like pounding us like for like, oh, you haven't seen this yet. It's absolute proof. And it's like, no, just look at the timestamp of when the video came out and when the podcast was released. It was before Mike Lindell did his thing on uh, his website and uh, OAN. So yeah. um, Frank chose not to watch it. True to his uh liberal uh, ideals which is no no no, no. <laughs> I haven't. it's like an hour and a half and i just haven't watched it yet i only i only watched a little bit i couldn't watch too much because of these demons running around but <laughs> what do you think jay sabs referring to your children i i just think i think he's entertaining i'm sorry i do okay that's an interesting choice of words i i i do have to say i want to watch the rest of it yeah i really do Okay. So I will. I will. So you, Anthony, you watched the whole thing. I watched the entire thing because people go, do your research. Yeah. I watched all hour and 40 minutes of this friggin' thing. So your old pal Ant did his research. And you can't stuff my thoughts into one single soundbite. So if you really want to know, stick with me through this entire thing and you'll, you'll, get my full-on opinion on where I'm coming from because it's just not clear-cut black and white, I feel. Uh, Now, I want to start with this. He bought time on OAN. This is the super ultra right-wing conservative. This is the... Very quickly, we had the Fox News where people were like, damn, that's conservative. And then Newsmax came over and people were like, holy crap, they out-conservatived Fox News and then OAN showed up on the scene and it was like this is not even this is so far to the conservative like they even went even farther than everybody else and as far as voter fraud goes OAN basically was the most on the side of voter fraud while still fully admitting that there was no real mass voter fraud like they reported on it a bunch um, he's gonna get eaten up right now Hey, stick with me people <laughs> stick me if you leave now you're not getting the full thing so you can you can write your comment that i'm stupid now 
or you can stick with me and really get the full. I'm going to write that comic. <laughs> There's nothing to do with this Lindell thing. I'm just going to write that. Comic. You're just going to write it. <laughs> yeah. Let me start here, and the and the the Trump people are not going to like where this starts, but they ran a disclaimer for this program because he he not only put it on uh, his website, but he bought time on OAN and he bought a couple of different blocks so that he can air it. So OAN, because they don't want to be sued, actually pulled out some standards and ran a disclaimer prior to the show. And the disclaimer is interesting as all hell. The disclaimer, by the way, is 90 seconds on its own. All right, so that just goes to show you they had a lot to say before they let this program on cover their, your ass on their own. Exactly, cover your ass, Frank is not even like the half of it. So let me play a, a smidge of what this uh, sounded like. Okay. Michael James Lindell has purchased the airtime for the broadcast of this program on One America News Network. Mr. Lindell is the sole author. And by the way, I don't know where they got this voiceover guy from, but I know a lot of voiceover guys, and I wouldn't have gone with the guy that talks like this. You know, like what are Lindell. you talking about? If I want to tell you what time the movie starts, I'm picking this guy. But outside of that, this is not the guy that I would be going with. I digress. I'm picturing one of his pillows talking, and is solely and exclusively responsible for its content. The topic of this broadcast is the 2020 election. OAN has undertaken its own reporting on this topic. This program is not the product of OAN's reporting. The views, opinions, and claims expressed in this program by Mr. Lindell and other guests, presenters, producers, or advertisers are theirs and theirs alone and are not adopted or endorsed by OAN or its owners. In particular, OAN does not adopt or endorse any statements or opinions in this program regarding the following entities or people. U.S. Dominion, Inc. and any related entities. Smartmatic USA Corp., Brian Kemp, Brad Raffensperger, or Gabriel Sterling. Further, the statements and claims expressed in this program are presented at this time as opinions only and are not intended to be taken or interpreted by the viewer as established facts. The results in the 2020 presidential election remain disputed and questioned by millions of Americans who are entitled to hear from all sides in order to help determine what may have happened. Wow. So that's how it's done. I never heard a disclaimer disassociate itself so far yeah. from what was going on. I mean, they could have stopped in the middle of that and been fine. But then they kept saying, let's just be clear here. That would be like want you. want nothing to do with this. That'd be like you giving Trump a compliment. <laughs> what would be like that? They stopped. They stopped. The disclaimer. They stopped just shy. Of, Not associated with him. They stopped right. just shy of going. No, seriously, we have nothing to do with this shit. Like that was that was yeah. the line that they stopped just shy of. Um, and they. The following is not fact, but opinion. Is, you what they, is one of the lines they said. And again, Frank has been in the business. I've been in the business. Like, usually that's like, oh, the following opinions are blah, 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 blah. It's like, it's like 20 seconds, not even. That was a minute and a half. So that'll give yeah. you some kind of clue to the people who are most on the side of there was fraud in this election. They've even distanced themselves from what this guy had to say. So Nobody wants to be sued. There's and that. 
that's that's the, that's the well, problem. That's so that's the what the people they specifically named all those people that are suing people. Exactly. So what the people who are going to believe Michael and Dell are going to say is, well, they just didn't want to get sued, but it had to get put out there. So let me say this. I watched the entire thing. Do I think that Michael and Dell stay with me to the end now, people? Do I think this guy proved that the election was stolen? No, I do not. Do I think that this crazy pillow selling son of a bitch did bring up a couple of good points? I got to tell you, I think he did. I think there was a few things that he brought up that no sane person, no sane person, I feel, I'm sorry if I'm going to insult some people here, can look at this and go, oh, this, it's right here. It's clear as day that the election was stolen. But at the same time, some of the things he brings up, you kind of look at it and you go, well, I hope that's not really happening because if that's the case, then I feel like we should look into this the way we do things like what? a little bit more. Okay. He had, I forgive me if it was a congressperson, if it was somebody running for Congress or Senate, I want to say it was a local congressional seat in Massachusetts. He had this guy on who worked at Google he was in on Gmail, developing Gmail and all this stuff early on. And I'm paraphrasing. So if I'm a little off, just leave me the hell alone. Okay. But the guy is super duper smart. And he put this campaign together. Okay. And he went out and put all these lawn signs out and did all these things. He did all this work and his opponent did nothing. Everybody in his camp is telling him he's going to win. It's not even close. And if he wasn't going to win, there was something clearly wrong. He obviously didn't win. So he started looking into how they tabulate the votes. And what this guy came up with is that they didn't necessarily count every single vote, but that they would count a sample size of votes and replicate that over the course of time as they continued to count more votes. And the, the, the machine would then check its algorithm to confirm the estimates that it was making was accurate now if that is true that's not how this should be done if no if we're saying where that's did they how, come up with that though you know he's got all his little statements and things like that now you might be like this guy's batshit crazy but out of all the crazy guests that he had on he said and if he's right he's right if he's wrong and crazy then he's wrong and crazy but he said that his case is still open and ongoing in the state of Massachusetts because the judge couldn't throw it out based on the facts that he presented. So that case is ongoing. Ooh. So when I heard that, okay. I was like, okay, that's interesting. The judge didn't throw it out. If that is particularly the case, then I think that that should be looked into because most people think that when they fill out their little paper and they slide it in that machine. The machine takes a picture and counts their vote. I think everybody's okay with that. I don't think people are okay with, they count a hundred of them and then the next thousand, they just, you know, no, that's not the way that's not the that way should go. No, that's if the way that's what happened. That, that, that's, yeah. That's uh, the way polling can go. It's, how, it's okay to do polling that, that way, but it's not okay to actually count votes that way. And this, the guy presented How did they come him, to that conclusion. What do you mean? What? How did they come to the, come to the conclusion that that's what was going on with the ballots? 
Okay, the great question. Because they're supposed to, they take pictures of the ballots and they're supposed to hold on to the pictures. Those pictures are supposed to get logged and they're supposed to hold on to them in case they have to have, ever have to go back and count them. The fact that for whatever reason this time around in this race, by the way, this had nothing to do with the November presidential election. This was done in September. So this was prior to the general election because um, this was a special election in Massachusetts. They're supposed to hold on to the ballots. They, they got rid of them. They destroyed them. And they mm. kept them from 2018 and they kept them from 2016. And this guy's case is, well, why wasn't 2020 kept if you kept all the other ones? Okay. And, and so the judge, you know, they're, they're going to go to trial for it because. Yeah, no, that's that's suspicious that the, that the ballots were thrown out right. or destroyed or whatever. So um, right. the fact that it's Massachusetts leads me to believe the Democrats going to win anyway. I don't care how much campaigning and the Republican does. You're in Massachusetts. There could be some of that. You're going to lose. There, 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 like could, there could be some of that. but Like New York. The, the fact that they destroyed the, the pallets, the photos, why? That's suspicious. Like, that's the kind of thing. That's the kind of thing that, that. Kind of thing that I look at and I go, that is something that should go to court because sure. we should, that should be decided. Now, right. that, that's suspicious. That's not, that's not the presidential election. That's not the presidential election. election. That was just so something. I don't know else. how ballots work with side elections that are. You know, is that the rule with? Well, and what's crazy about this is all these machines are different. All these different yeah. companies, they all do their own things, their own particular way. Now, so that was one thing. The other thing that I found particularly interesting is every guest on there. Now, this could be debunked. By the way, I watched the thing and then I researched whether it's true or not. Okay. And. Uh, what I'm telling you is all to the best of my ability. And I don't think everybody had a chance to really sit down and watch this crazy asshole for an hour and a half and, and go out and find the answers just yet because it's Monday and this was exactly. Friday. Okay. So the other thing that I found interesting is I was under the impression, and I think most Americans were, that these uh, voting machines were not connected to the Internet. Ooh. That is not true. And he actually did this crazy pillow selling son of a bitch produced a video of the Dominion people. Okay. Now this is what, this is the video that I saw. So if this was incorrect or doctored or whatever, forgive me, Dominions, don't sue me. Uh, last name, not Giuliani, by the way, um, where the guys, they were, they were talking about selling they were selling the dominion machine this was salespeople that are going out to try and sell the dominion software and the machines to people and they were asked if they were supported by 5g or variety like does this work on verizon as well as it works on at&t and all this stuff and they were like absolutely you can use it anywhere and they specifically cited the fact that like puerto rico has three different providers and one doesn't sync up with the other one on this little island and they made sure that the software was compatible with all three. Like they were like bragging about it and they produced this manual as well. Several times in the, in the, in the doc that supposedly this could be found out to be untrue that the manual describes and shows how the voting machines should be connected to the internet. Mm. Okay. 
So that to me is a little. You're saying that the the fact that they are connected to the internet is proof that. No. No, it's just suspicious because, like they said, people can hack in there correctly. That's that's it. Because we were all under the assumption that you can't connect these machines to the internet. How are you going to hack into them? Well, then, if we go and find out that you can connect these machines to the internet, that changes my perception on the machines a little bit. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I don't know about any of that. I haven't. I know there's going to be people in the comments like, and. I don't know because I this is the first I'm hearing about it. So exactly, I have to and that's research anything about. That's kind of my point. So the people that are like, "Here's the proof. Here's the proof right here, Ant. He made a video. Go fuck your. I so I don't give a sh- like. So what? He rented yeah. out a studio and put some TVs behind him. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I but can f- make a video too. But if, for the people, if, if what he's saying is bullshit. It's bullshit. But he's, what he's saying is fact. It's fact. But if but, but if know. the people that go, this guy's a crazy pillow guy, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I put you in the same category because if you can connect these machines to the internet, I feel like that needs to be investigated a bit more. Because again, yeah. I was down with voting machines because I was under the assumption that there wasn't this is why, by the way, okay, we Here have Okay, before you read that, this is why, by yeah. the way, we have paper ballots. This is why we still vote in school gymnasiums because there's no centralized system that any one person can get in and create mass voter fraud. Now, Frank, did you find something to the contrary? I did. Like within a two second. Okay, go ahead. I'm just saying I went to the Dominion website. Their voting systems. Yeah. Dominionvoting.com. Yes, go ahead. And election, I don't know if this could be visible here. Wait, is it a picture of Joe Pesci and it says everything that guy just said is bullshit? Yes, pretty much. So it's probably backwards on your screen. Yeah. I I apologize for that. But it says, I'll read it to you. It says, Elections 101 about Dominion voting systems. You scroll down the very first bullet point. I don't know if you could. Go ahead, just read it. Bullet point right here. Just read it. Voting systems are designed and certified by the U.S. government to be closed systems that do not rely on internet connectivity for use okay now i'm glad you brought this up so what some of the people on the dock were saying is that there are firewalls or what they call gap computers where it's not directly connected to the internet or whatever it is and i'm not saying dominion's lying and i'm not saying Lindell's making it up. What I'm saying is, is this should be looked into to make a hundred percent sure that this is as pure of a system as possible. That's what I'm saying. Agreed. Yeah, sure. Look into because if Dominion comes out and goes, no, trust us, it's it's all legit. Okay, that's nice and everything, but I would love it if the government could go in there and be like, hey, this is all good. Another thing that they said was, and again, I don't know if this is true. This could be disproved. Okay. But they said that they store these, they store the results on servers that are overseas. Yeah, I heard that too. Now, and that when those results get stored, the reporting that gets sent to all the TV networks comes from this one company that is from Spain. Again, so 
So is this true? I'm not buying it just because the pillow guy bought a, a TV and a, and a lapel mic and, and started talking crazy. But I, I, it, if we could investigate it and find out if it's true or not, I think that would probably be a, a nice move. Well, I don't know about where their storage, whatever is, but the company info, they have two locations, it looks like. Denver, Colorado mm-hmm. and Toronto. Their, those are their right. the contact info at the bottom of their page. Yeah, that's where it says to contact them. So again, I, I haven't looked further. I'm not going to buy into this and be like Lindell is right. There's Trump won. There's the proof. Yeah, I take whatever no. the pillow guy says, but with a, with a huge grain of salt. But like I, I think exactly. But I think salt cube. But I think checking these companies is yeah, not check a, them out. They should be checked. Now, maybe they are already checked, and that's why judges were throwing stuff out like crazy. Maybe this has already been done, and it's all well and good. Huh. But maybe I feel like that information should be easily accessible to all of us from these third parties that are not these actual companies. Is that a right. crazy thing to say? Sure. I don't think it is. Why not? Check them all out. Certify them. Yeah. Totally. Why not? Yeah. Yep. I'm for it. Now, at the end of the doc, not to spoil it for anybody, but he literally has this woman on and he puts she puts this sheet of paper on the screen and he says this is Mike Lindell's assessment that you could literally see when people broke into the system and changed and swapped out votes and that it directly came from China and that China is solely responsible for stealing the election. Okay. China. China. Look, yeah, I mean yeah, and what is he seeing though? What is he looking into? He he doesn't have access to the inner workings of these of these ballots or these you know he's not he's well, the my pillow guy. He got the he evidence. Doesn't have any access to this stuff. He got the evidence. Oh, he's right. got the evidence. Okay. He put. I don't know if I. So he, I, I don't know if you heard me say. Guy, wait, I don't know if you heard me say, but he he put it on the screen that the big screen that was behind him in the TV studio. Oh well, if it's on the screen, yeah. Okay, I didn't know it was on the screen. So again, look what I made. Yeah, that 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 was, and and then they had this like animated lines coming like on this world map of like where the attacks were coming uh, from. <laughs> and oh I will no, tell you, lines. I will tell you the the sheer sign that this was all complete and total bullshit. Same thing with the pandemic. Remember that pandemic video? I'm watching oh, yeah. this thing, and they're they're talking, and they're like the guys mounting his case. And all of a sudden, this serious, like eerie music starts creeping in that if you yeah, if you want to know a sure sign that something is bullshit, they're trying to manipulate your feelings with music into feeling like oh, like this is the same shit that reality That's shows deep. do. I mean, it is. It's true. I, 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 I'm in content creation. I know how this all works. There's reasons That's why the way really? they want you to feel a certain way. So they'll put it in black and white. Look at these people, how evil they are. Yeah, this is like when you watch. Look at us. We're so happy and cheerful. This is like when you watch something on A&E about the mafia and they put it in that security camera footage thing. (laughs) It's like (laughs) something shady's going on. (laughs) Watch out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm not really buying any of that. But uh, forgive me. I haven't seen the hour and 40 minutes my pillow guy presentation but i'm gonna go out on the limb and say i probably without seeing it 
say it's bullshit. You're going to get murdered again, for, I haven't comments seen for that. Guys, gonna... He is going, just Frank, from, just, just open up you your butthole me. right now. That's it. That's Just from what you told me and, and what I was over. able to find with a two second Google search. Yeah, but that was from Dominion's I, website. Know. I mean, again, I would like well, some sort of. They say it, that's an easily checked thing, though. Not by me, but it's like <clears throat> the government wants to say these are not hooked up to the Internet. And they're clearly on the first page of their website saying these are not hooked up to the internet. That's a win, right? That's that's it. Your whole case is. But they blown. can say anything that they want. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They could say whatever they want, but if they say that and the government says, "No, you're lying," then that shatters the the credibility of of Dominion. Unless they're working together. You know, then that's it. What? <laughs> Well, I mean, the government, the government's the one that awards the contract to them. They certainly don't want them to be a failure. That's not a good look for the government. It's not a failure, but I'm saying if they're like working together. Yeah. Well, I feel like because that's what let me interrupt you there. Well, let me interrupt you there. That's what the conspiracy theorists are going to say. They're going to say that if this happened, the government would have covered it up as to not look stupid. Well, why would Dominion put that on their first page of their website if they don't have to? Because I think that that's their main thing. That's the main thing, right? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, well, that's easily fact checkable. That's like saying that's like say, them saying all our machines are green when we could all see that they're br- they're blue. You know, it's like they everybody can check these machines. Anybody who's worked with them, the, the poll watchers, and anybody can say, no, they're, they're hooked into the internet. What are you talking about? You yeah. know, it's, this isn't something that's like an inner working thing that nobody has a clue. This is like an easily fact-checkable thing. I, I just think... No. And again, not, I'm sorry, Jean, go ahead. No, go ahead. I just think that, and not to bend at the whim of a crazy person... Some of these things, I, I would love it if there was some reassurance that could be spread. Among, I think it's in the best interest of the country for I would love it. some sort of independent third party verification to come out with a real yeah, who is that? audit. I, I, I don't know. It can't I, be the government. It can't be anybody from the government and anybody outside of the government. I know, but we, we have these things. But And you know what, too? And, and to my point, here's the other thing with this. It's not just one. It's not just Dominion. There's like 10 of these companies, 20 of these companies. They're all yeah, fighting. Dominion is the biggest one. Yeah. So, I mean, it would behoove one of the smaller guys to be like, hey, what they're doing is wrong. I mean, they might take themselves yeah. down a little bit. But if they take if they want to cripple the big like, you know, any company wants to cripple like Wendy's would love to cripple McDonald's. Like there's no thing that Wendy's is going to protect McDonald's, you know, to get a bigger market. They would. They no, would that's true. Sell them out in a second to get a bigger market. I see market what you're share. saying there. Yeah. So you yeah, kind of. None of them have done that. And none of them have done that. Now they all, you could, the, the conspiracy theorists will say they're all banding together. They they're all working together. <laughs> the conspiracy theorists are always right. So there's no arguing with them. All right. The, and earth, is, the earth is flat. You can't convince them otherwise. You could show them a picture of the round earth taken from space yeah. and they'll go well who gave you that picture you got it from nasa which is government run and blah. it's like all right well there's no pleasing you by the way so this, the f- that's it the flat earth guy will not leave me alone he is dying to come on this show 
and I have right. less and less interest every single time. Let him. You know what? Let him in because I truly don't believe that the world is round. No, that's how we start. That's how I'm all not, this I'm shit not. started. By you the way, we we started I'm playing only... around with the flat Earth people, and then next thing we know, nothing is real anymore. So I, I'm not. Eighty percent. You're kidding. <laughs> she's kidding. Please. Obviously, she's kidding. Thank you. Okay. No, because I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> he'll be like, "Now I really think you're dumb." First, I thought you. Were I don't think dumb. you're dumb. I don't now think, I you're, think dumb. you're really dumb. If you thought the earth was flat, then I would think you're dumb. By the way, I know what President Donald Trump is going to do next. And I will reveal that on the next episode of the podcast. So make sure you're subscribed. Yeah, it's getting kind of late. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Hey, people. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Apple, Google, Stitcher. We're on all the podcast networks. If you want to listen, we're on Facebook and YouTube. If you'd like to watch, subscribe. Let all the friends know. Guess what? Your old pal Lance breaking the story on what the president's going to do next. <gasps> oh, I got the story. You're going to love it. You're, I know what he's going to do. Is that a conspiracy theory? Nope. Nope. This is 100% oh, legit, zero. genuine. Um, oh, I know what he's going to do. I'm going to share. Don't say anything. Don't guess. Never. I'm going to I'm tell guessing. you. I think I know what it is. I'm going to tell you what it is on the next episode. And, and we're going to explore. By the way, I'm not only going to tell you what it is. I'm going to show you the first, like, 10 to 20 steps on how it's going to go down. So Ooh. very exciting. I can't very, wait. Yes. Let the kids. See, that sounds know. interesting. Wake up the kids because uh, we're blowing <laughs> the roof off this story. On this the is next a person who has never met President Trump well, or nor has any connection to him. Easy. We're He's going to tell you. We're both from Queens. I've already debunked your oh. conspiracy theory. We're both from Queens. So there you go. Frank, Frank, one thing, though. One thing. Do you remember? Because he just said it. Remember remember in his um, debate when he's like, no, I'm from Queens. Didn't you feel like some kind of special then? No, no? I'm from Brooklyn. Oh, no, you're not. You're from Queens. <laughs> this, guy, this guy lived in Brooklyn, for, in Brooklyn for four and a half minutes of his life. He, he's lived until in Queens. Yeah, I, I know. I know. No, until I was 12 years old. You've literally lived in Long Island longer than you lived liar. in Brooklyn at this point. Frank, Frank, just I'm because... No. Twelve years. Your of my life. Dad busted in your mom in Brooklyn because they went there for a movie <laughs> night. It doesn't make you Brooklyn. <laughs> You're RC theater, baby. Frank is more of a Flid than a Brooklynite. If you don't know what Flid is, you could look that uh, up right now. Thank you later. Look that up on Urban Dictionary. There you go. Born and raised in Brooklyn, then Queens, now Long Island. Yeah. So listen, let me wrap up this Lindell thing for the people that are like, "Are you an idiot?" The evidence is right here. No. You're the idiot. But for the people Ooh. that are discounting him right away for being this crazy son of a bitch, I think he's crazy. I don't think he proved that there was election fraud, mass election fraud. But I thought he brought up a couple of good points that maybe should be looked into further. Right. So, I, think I, I, think, I want to watch the rest of this. Yeah. I think so please don't enough. affiliate me with them. I'm not going to lie to you, Janine. You don't have to waste your time. It was. A, <laughs> it was I do want to see it, though. It was awfully produced. He's sweating the whole time. He yeah, thinks he's breaking this. He... He, I, I again, I, I've hosted things. I've, I've been in productions. I know he literally in his head is thinking people are going to ra They're going to carry me off this network field like Rudy at the end of that movie. Oh and God. it is just <laughs> not what happened whatsoever. Well, we'll see. I, I think that there are enough people in the country who are questioning things that, yeah, let's have some people look into the. Because, the, the, because the there was Fine. no there was no proof because you hang a sheet on a wall and you have somebody call right. in and go, 
here's when they stole the election. That's not proof. No, that's not proof. That's a that's theory. just as accurate as drawing with a sharpie the path <laughs> of a hurricane hitting a state <laughs> that you didn't have on the map before. That's how and accurate you, that is. You've done that. I love when people shit on Frank and they go, the guy in the middle sucks. I like when they call him the guy in the middle. That the really makes me happy. I don't know why that makes me so happy, but I just like that a lot. Learn the name. And I do have to say one thing. Yeah. So, and I don't, somebody called him fat. Uh, what? He is not fat. He is not fat, folks. That was my burner account. Sorry. I just thought. <laughs> I, was I thought like, that was someone in my wait. family. I'm like, the fat guy in the that middle guy. sucks. The middle? Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> such an ass. <laughs> I'm close to the camera, like, maybe. Yeah, no. All right, product testing. And thank you, Janine. Thank you. I forgot who it was. Maggie. Actually, I stuck up for you. That, that's nice. You see, you guys are having a moment right there. I Wait, like did that. I actually write something? I think I wrote back to that person, right? Did yeah, you? you said, I agree. Let's put, you said, pin this comment. No, you tagged uh, me and said, Ant, can you pin this comment to the top? Is what you said. Pin to top, please. Yeah. yeah um, disagree with me all you want, but when you bring facts, then I'll talk to you. Call me stupid, but don't call me fat. Again, please uh, direct all your that. comments to the fat idiot in the middle. That would be, I, I pointed the wrong way, to the fat idiot in the middle. Right here, right here. This <laughs> Who's fat idiot, idiot now? Right here. <laughs> Bring it. What about the fat this idiot guy? that can't point the right way? What did you, you say, Janine? I said this guy. Um, I think it was Maggie. I, now I don't know. See, I can't, I can't keep track of anything. I, too many. Who's Maggie? Too many messages. But I got, I got, we, we talked about the, the, my obsession for Lime, Team Lime. I feel like I'm going to unite the country more than Bruce Springsteen and Jeep with my, with Lime. I feel like Lime's going to be the thing that gets us all there. Oh, I had some good Lime chips yesterday. <gasps> Did you? It could be the United yeah. States of Lime America. What, there you go. Were they these or yes. were they the Lime Tostitos? No, they were Lime. No, they weren't Tostitos. They were another brand. Okay. What was the brand? I you know, say it. It's upstairs. Oh, right. Anyway, it was very good though. No, it's not. Okay. It was on my Instagram stories. I don't know. It's gone now, but uh, we're at Anthony's Faves on Instagram. Somebody tagged me and was like, dude, you gotta, you gotta try the, make this a product, future product testing. When she tagged me, I was literally in the parking lot at, at the, at ShopRite about to go get a bunch of snacks oh, for awesome. Super Bowl. So I was like, done. No problem. I found them. I was like, we'll do this. Um, I don't know why, and she didn't know either. Why do they call it limon? Is that a what is that? It's limon. Limon. Is, I think that's Spanish. It is Spanish. Is it Spanish for lime? What does it mean? Yes, I'm it pretty is. Pretty sure. Okay. That means lime. It means lime. They don't explain it on the package. So, is there anything else in Spanish on the package at all? No, not anything. Not a th oh no, there is. Yeah, the uh, the nutrition information is also information nutrimental. So the oh, nutrition information why. is in Spanish as well, which is. Do they have good. the ingredients also? In in. Yeah. Spanish? Oh, in Spanish. Mm, yep. Yeah. Because yeah. you could see lamon is probably in there. Oh, do you know what the Spanish word is for potatoes? Papas, according to this, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It is. Papas. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, anyway, by the way, so I usually like them out here. I usually like to open these up live on the show, but uh, my producer who handed them to me took a tax, took her own little tax out. Oh, now she's your producer. When she does something wrong, 
She's your producer. <laughs> when she does something right, she cuddles your wife. Yeah. Okay. Can I just say, am I the only one that, if we're going with a flaky potato chip, which Lay's is, hashtag I love Cape Cod more than these. I like a good crunchy chip. Um, do you go with the folded ones? I like a folded chip the most. You know, the ones that are folded in oh, half? No, I don't like I like I like it open. I really? go with whatever chip is in my I fingers do. at the moment. No, I have to pick out the perfect chip. It gets my husband very annoyed. I like, like so I, I don't want this one. I don't like when the chip is like this big and you got to eat it in sections. Yeah. That's annoying. I like when they're folded in half. All right, here we go. Oh, wait, 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 request. Try not to chew into the microphone. Oh my God! You got to the mic. Chip. People gotta hear it. I'll hey, try, yeah. Frank. I'll try and keep the lip smacking to a minimum, but you got to hear the crunch. That's important. Can I just tell you a story about that? Go ahead. Years ago, me and my brother, his wife, and my husband were on a plane, and we we were eating um, Pringles, trying to perfect the perfect chip crunch sounds <laughs> yes yes that's very good i'm sure people are going to kill us on that flight but... yeah you must you sounded annoying I, I feel like you guys wouldn't be good on any flight though <laughs> no i'd be good on a flight what do you mean it was like i did it i did a chip sound and then my husband did one and then my oh. brother and then his wife i understand the very first crunch i get it no we once kept it's in trying your mouth, to do Close your lips. You could still that, hear it, though. That I hate because that was intentionally obnoxious. That's oh, my God, problem. I don't go my problem is chips in your ear right now. My problem just, is obnoxiousness. I'm trying to paint a picture for the listeners. I'm not. I'm not lip smacking, am I? I'm not lip smacking. No, that's fine. But you don't have to. Oh, good. Now we could talk about what a bitch he is. Is that a shamrock behind Oops. you? Is that a shamrock on your door? What the hell? Yeah, that shamrock has been there since episode one. Oh, really? Yeah. I know. Noticed it. Um, I got to be honest with you. This, the this, there's a lot of lime flavor in this. Actually, it's kind of interesting. Gee. Um, I wonder how it tastes on a chip like that rather than a tortilla chip. If that makes sense. I think it would be better on a tortilla chip. To be honest with you. Now, is that a dippable chip? No, nah, I don't think so. You can't dip this on anything. No. Nothing? Not like salsa anything? No. The only, I feel the like only... lime and salsa would go together. Yeah, but that kind of chip, no, you need, you need, I'm sorry, but you need Wise. Those are Lay's, right? These are Lay's, yeah. These are Lay's. Yeah, you need Wise chips because they're a little bit meatier. Yeah, but Lay's makes its own line of dip. Yeah, you could use those. You could use those chips. I get what Frank is saying. Because I'll throw a little, I'll do a fresh little uh, lime squeeze on some salsa, on some pico if I if I can. But I don't know. I don't know. You know, you throw lime, a little lime on a, like a taco with the, with the, all that stuff. I mean, I feel like that would work. Lime on that. I don't know. It's pretty good. I, I, I don't hate it, but I don't know if I could eat a whole bag of it as I eat the whole bag. All right, so one to ten. Okay, one to ten. Ten being your favorite chip in the world. One being 
those styrofoam packing peanuts. See, but here's the thing, though. I don't love these type of chips. Again, I like a hard, crunchy. What do they call that? A kettle chip? I like a kettle chip. Oh, you like them baked. I like I like my mouth bleeding at the end of a chip session. Not these flaky. Like I like then you like Cape Cod chips. Yes, I love Cape Cod. Didn't I say that at the beginning? Yes. I, I thought I said Cape Cod. Me too. You like the kind of chip that a shard will break off and stab you in the gum. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Cape Cod, shout out Deep yeah. River. And you guys want to sponsor the podcast, let me know. That would be good. My two favorite chips in the world. Hers, they do a salt and pepper chip. Oh, it's literally I never really see pepper on a chip. And this is mm -hmm. sprinkled salt and pepper. It's very good. And the other one, I forget the brand name, but it's crab chips. They sell them a lot uh, like Maryland and the Carolinas. It's it's got that uh, Old Bay seasoning on it. Yeah, Old Bay is good. That's good. I'm going to give this those two. I'm going to give this a. Six and a quarter. I'm going to give it a six and a right. quarter. Okay. That's uh, 62%. 65. That's a fail. It's good. I, I I love the lime flavor, but I don't, I'm not a, yeah, I'm not a, it, it losing more. It like, it's got great lime flavor, but it also feels on the smidge. Like if you're asking, if I really like this, I would probably just buy a bag of chips and just squeeze some lime over it. Like that's what I would do. Okay. That's the exact well, same thing you're getting. Yeah. The chips at Chipotle are the tortilla ones with lime on them. Is is there lime on Chipotle chips? Is that right? You like the Say that again, Janine, because I lost you there. There is. Is there I'm, lime? I know, I'm, I'm done. I'm... I didn't know there was Yeah, one. there is. <laughs> All right. So you're backing lime everything. Now, do you think there should be, I mean, I guess there is. I was going to say, do you think there should be lime drinks that you would get at like. That I would get where? Like at fast food places. You know, you get like yes. oranges or, yeah. or orange oh, yeah. soda. You think there should be lime. I mean, I guess Sprite would be the only. But they give lemon first billing. I think it should be lime. I, do, I would think like, that limeade I had was phenomenal. Phenomenal. By the way, my wife mixed it with vodka and we I got lucky that night and it was very it was better than usual. So I'm just saying. Nice. I'm just You got saying. lucky, she definitely did not get lucky. What's that? <laughs> I said she got you got lucky, she definitely did not get lucky. <laughs> I don't know. She was smiling. I mean she's not smiling right now, but she was smiling at the time. Well that Okay, that's good. Part of that's the limeade and the vodka. She was smiling for that whole twenty eight seconds. <laughs> Um, and finally, we, we have our, the, one of the original product testing segments that took off is Frank's stupid sink thingy that, uh, yep. we have here that's in Chinese writing that we couldn't figure out what the name is. Nobody has, has yet, has, uh, has come forward to tell us what that means. No, nobody. No. And it says easy to remove and wash, but it actually says east to remove and wash. Frank wasn't lying oh about God. any of that stuff. It legitimately says that. It's very tiny writing, but you can see it right there. East yeah. to remove. It says it in Chinese and in English. Under yeah. Me. And it also says what? Stainless steel, I think it says. And it's just plastic. It does. Yeah. But it's definitely not stainless steel. 
Yeah. Bearing capacity, one twist extension. It doesn't twist at all. <laughs> it's just, they Love got none of this right. None of this right. Uh, we What's told, your running time on this? On this episode? Yeah. We're an hour and 40 in. We are way too long on this episode. But I hope people enjoy it. We had a it. lot of topics on the side there. There was a lot. Um, you had to put, I want to win the sink thingy in the comments. And we randomly picked a winner. And that is... Melissa Crowder. Melissa Crowder, you won the sink thingy. Congratulations. Step on down. She was chosen at random. Yeah. Way to go. We're going to reach out to Melissa and uh, we'll figure out how to get that over to her. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you. thank you all who watched and uh, who entered for the contest. Any final thoughts, you two? I'm sure. I'm sure we'll be doing more giveaways in the future. We have to. Yeah. Should we give away the rest of this? This I'll duct tape this up and send this out if anybody wants the chip bag. Oh, oh what a what a wonderful gift that is! <laughs> Half-eaten bag of lime chips. Oh God. <laughs> Any final thoughts, Frankie C? Final thoughts. I think um, just everybody still continue to be safe out there. Wear your masks. And uh, what? Oh, uh, Janine rolls her eyes. <laughs> what? I can't wait to read the comments. No, I didn't roll my eyes. I. I shot myself in the mouth. Thank you. Why? <laughs> I can't wait Why? to read the comments when they're like, I hate the fat liberal guy's last thoughts. It stunk. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Don't wear your masks and cough on each other. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a bad Yeah, right? Lick some doorknobs. Jay Sabs, final thoughts? Please don't use this as a PSA to push your agenda. <laughs> All right. Join me next week on that's my own funny. show. Um... <laughs> Frankie C on the air. I do have a final thought. Go ahead. Today, I do not like limes because I had a very, very tiny but deep cut on my finger and I had a lime touch it. Yeah. That'll wake you up. That's kind of boy, did it hurt. I don't think the lime reached out its hand and touched you. Well, I had no idea I had the cut. I had no idea. Well, why are you making margaritas on a Monday so hard? That's what I want to know. It was it was just a Corona. That's it. It wasn't a margarita. Oof, <laughs> I didn't go that hard. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, honestly, I had to put a Band-Aid on it so the lime wouldn't touch it again. Well, that's called yeah. life. You know, that's what you got to do. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that was well, you'll great. put a Band-Aid on your cut, but you won't put a mask on your... See, no... I don't understand. Right. My final thoughts is I will never go to either of you two ever again for a final thought. Yeah. Thank why you. do you do that? You put so much pressure on us to give you a final thought. There is pressure. Thought. We got to come up with one. something off the top of our I head. I had a good one. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll leave it there. No. <laughs> I appreciate you all for watching and or listening. AnthonyOnAir.com has all our information. Don't forget to subscribe to our Clips channel only on YouTube. Uh, I want to thank all of the Facebook people. Our Facebook numbers are going through the roof recently. Uh, yes. Thank you for that. Uh, and we're seeing a lot of subscribers, as always, on YouTube. And uh, I just want to point out real quick yes, that ahead. throughout this episode, Janine has gradually been sinking. <laughs> I don't know how, but she was at the bottom of the screen there for the end of this thing. There you go. <laughs> she was just a talking head for a while. <laughs> A couple more inches and you'll look like my mother on every FaceTime call I ever have with her. <laughs> All I see is forehead. And I could do a really dirty joke, but I'm not going to. <laughs> uh, that'll be the first time you don't. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, I was going to say a couple inches lower than that, and then you would look like Frank's mother on every time I go and pick her up. Exactly. Huh? Have a great one. We will catch you guys on the.